0: Hey podcast, Jeep and Bubba here, and welcome to the Jeep and Bubba podcast. Um, so this is the fifth time recording this podcast, and I really hope it works this time. <laughs> I've been recording that for the last couple hours, but basically, uh, I'm on the road, I'm on 85 north, uh, pretty close to the Kia plant, if you know where that is in uh, kind of south Georgia, and uh, kind of the... LaGrange area, headed back for a weekend in Florida for the 4th of July, just went and saw my parents and uh, headed back by myself, my wife and the kids and my mom are headed up tomorrow, uh, my mom was playing a trip up to see us this week so my wife just said she'd ride with her, so it's nice and quiet in the vehicle, I thought maybe I'd do a podcast and what I really want to talk about on the subject of today's matter is what the heck is going on with Jeep and Bubba. Um, the reason this is the fifth recording is because the first time i had bluetooth on that messed things up uh, the other two times i just rambled nonstop and didn't focus on the topic at hand and this last time i did not realize that the headphone jack had come unplugged and so only half the audio was decent uh, now we are into smooth sailings and it is polished and you're getting an awesome show today i hope you're ready for this Uh, What the heck's going on with Jeep and Bubba, man? Uh, That dude is all over the place. Where do I start, man? Uh, Last three weeks, I've been putting in 80-hour-plus weeks between my two jobs. Uh, For those that don't know, I own a landscape company. It's the first time listening. I own a landscape company. Uh, I took over my dad's company with my brother-in-law two years ago. I want to move back to Georgia and uh, run that full-time. And uh, it's been the busiest we've ever been in the history of the company. Uh, I think mostly thanks to the pandemic. I don't know how, but we've been busier than ever. Maybe customers are just walking around their yards and saying, "Hey, I need to fix this." Um, we've had a lot of builds going on at Black Bear Off Road. Uh, for, again, for the first-time listeners, or those that don't know, or those that need refreshers, uh, Black Bear Off Road has been in business now about two and a half years and, uh, about eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago now, don't know exactly, because <laughs> it's been so busy, but we opened a shop, uh, before we were kind of working out of our house, had a little warehouse area, um, but it was only friends and family, now we're open to the public, and, uh, we're located at 223 East Marino Street in Beardford, Georgia, my hometown, the town I grew up in, I lived in 28 of my 30 years, and, uh, yeah, uh, we're open and we're working on all kind of vehicles, and we're appointment only right now. Most of our appointments we set up are in the afternoon, they're no on weekends. Uh, it's just the way it works currently with my schedule, and it's actually worked great for my customers. That's typically when they're free as well as weekends and afternoons. They either drop off or wait. Uh, a lot of them drop off with me and uh, let me build them something awesome. Our hourly rate is only 65 bucks an hour right now. It's going to go up. It's going to go to $75 here soon during the year. Uh, When I go full time, it'll go to 100, probably maybe 95. So uh, right now you can get uh, your vehicle built inexpensively, labor-wise, and uh, I do encourage uh, people to to use that to their advantage Uh, because most shops are anywhere from 100 to 140 an hour. So uh, make sure uh, you know you can use it while you can if you're in the area. Uh, So we build everything. I love overland rigs i love off-road rigs like rock crawlers so uh, we do a little bit of everything we've done some full-size trucks we've done uh, jeeps and tacomas and uh, all sorts of stuff like that and uh, it's been good we had some fun builds we've done bead locks we've done all sorts of suspension and bumper and armor and uh, that leads me into kind of what we've been doing recently and uh, what you can expect in the future and not just for blackford this is really more When I say Jeep and Bubba, I mean Bradco Run, like, what am I going to be getting into? And since this is the Jeep and Bubba podcast, I figure you should kind of know what I'm getting into and kind of what to expect. So, um, last weekend, uh, last Sunday, uh, we did what I refer to as the Mega Build, uh, which was uh, a Jeep, a 2016 JKU that was pretty much bone stock. We built basically in one day uh except for tires it's the only thing we didn't do that day because the tires weren't in yet but we did steps bumpers fenders um front and rear bumpers tire carrier a winch uh, new grille, new headlights new hood latches we did a two and a half inch super lift um did a track bar did some other suspension did steering stabilizer uh, did a set of Mamba wheels and then we mounted those on some Toyota tires so the guy went from stock to 35 inch tires and 2.5 and inch lift and uh, some vendors to help clearance all that out and uh, really nice cool build it's a dark green color Jeep and we did some flat desert tan wheels uh, a lot of rugged ridge parts and uh, that's going to be something that gets featured in S3 magazine uh, it'll be our Fourth time being mentioned or featured in uh, S3 Magazine, uh, me personally, and I guess probably the third time for Black Bear, but the fourth me personally being in there. And the only other magazine I've ever been in is it, uh, Four Wheeler Magazine, featured my Cherokee one time, uh, just as a little picture I sent in uh, of me flexing uh, on a tire. That I got basically got caught under the, the transfer case is pretty funny uh, picture, but uh, four wheeler I sent that into them and they actually picked it up, so I was impressed with that. Um, so five magazines for us uh, when S3 drops the next one, but it's uh, we've already got the video out of that on our YouTube channel, and uh, they'll be putting their own video out after this weekend which leads me to the next part we're going to be going to durhamtown off-road this weekend they're doing an off-road event there this weekend night riding all sorts of stuff so we're going to uh, night ride saturday night we're going to day ride during the day sunday and be filming sunday for s3 magazines uh, basically they're going to show the vehicle in stock form we've actually wheeled it in stock form at durhamtown so that's why we're going back to durhamtown to wheel it now in its built form and uh it's a neat place uh, it's not my favorite style of off-roading but they do have some rocks that are really cool it is a very convenient play to off place to off-road they do have a um, uh, place to wash your vehicle after they have camping they have a lodge they have food they have drinks so it's um it's a very convenient place to offer it um, but it's got a lot of clay, a lot of red mud I guess the whole state of Georgia does but they particularly do at Durham Town. but uh, it is a good time it's, um, it's, it's a, really a good would, would be a pretty decent place to take a family uh, so we're going to be doing that this weekend and the following weekend when we're going to Charlie's Creek and I hope you guys can join us on that if you live in the southeast um, we're going to be doing a trail cleanup on Charlie's Creek which is uh, in the north Georgia area uh, if you want to check out that event, there's an event page on Facebook for that. Just go to Black Bear's page on Facebook, Black Bear page on Facebook, and you can find the event page. And uh, we'll be filming that as well. We would like to document any time we train, clean a trail, not to toot our own horns, but to actually show that um, jeepers can come together and do a positive thing for the environment and the trails we ride. We'd love to keep these trails open. We like to keep them clean so others can use them. And so we like to document that, and um, we like to use those documentations to educate as well as inspire and as well as to pass on to the local authorities uh, and possibly be able to use it to our advantage in the future to, um, you know, work with the local authorities to make sure we get trails reopened and keep them open and just to let them know that there's people who do care out there because. Uh, I would, if I were uh, a DNR agent and I rode through some of the trails, sometimes I'd be like, these guys don't care. They're just running it out further. They're throwing their trash out. And, um, I, I want the primitive camping, you know, during this pandemic, all the camping got closed. Well, guess what? All the primitive camping stayed open and I want it to stay open and I want it to stay available. And I know a lot of you do too. So this is the way we can make that happen by actually, um, keeping things clean uh, and, and picking up trash so I'm, I'm glad to be able to do that uh, and then we're going to be doing that the weekend of July 18th I think it's, the actual event set for Sunday the 19th, but well, my birthday is on the 18th so uh, turn at 31 that weekend uh, that'll just be a day ride if we get the trail cleaned up pretty fast which I think we will, we might go do Patterson's Gap and do some more riding uh, so I uh, would love to have you Please uh, please check it out. If you don't have Facebook, um, you can. if you need some more information about the event, you can uh, email me, info at blackbearoffroad.com. That's I-N-F-O at blackbearoffroad.com. And um, you can just say, hey Bubba, what's the info? And I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, you can also, uh, yeah, that's the best way. That really is the best way. You can call the Black Bear off-road phone number if you want or text it. Um, but really, the best way, just shoot an email and we'll get back to you very quickly. Um, the next thing is we're building a Grand Cherokee. And it's supposed to be done for Durham Town. I just bought it last week and uh, we just started wrenching on it in the last, well, not a few days, but we've, we worked on it, like, collectively, like, two or three hours and, uh... It's cool. It's got a four-inch zone lift. It's got uh, Iron Rock um, long arm on it. It's a 99WJ, like I say, and uh, it was in a front-end collision. It ran into a, a street light or a, a electrical pole, a power pole, and uh, we decided to take on the build. It's uh, something I bought, and uh, it's got good bones. It just needs... A lot of ugly cut off the front from the damage. It's going to need a new radiator, need a condenser, uh, maybe a fan shroud, probably a hood, new windshield, but also we're going to do some aftermarket stuff while we're in there, you know, maybe an aftermarket bumper, so all that stuff's to come, but if I can get all the parts in time, we'll put in some serious hours this week. I feel pretty refreshed from being in Florida for a few days and sitting on the beach, so I should have the proper energy to make that happen, although somehow on the beach yesterday I like did something weird and I felt like a pain in my neck and uh, today I woke up and it's just stiff as a board and kind of painful so we'll keep the biofreeze on that and pop some leaves and uh, hopefully that'll that'll go away <laughs> soon because riding right today it's been uncomfortable It's like I also was sleeping in a bed that the mattress was super soft and not very good in my opinion, not my style mattress, that might have thrown my neck off too, because I sleep on, I basically sleep on a piece of plywood, my mattress is so stiff, I think it's really nice, uh, I paid for it to be that firm, so, it keeps my neck feeling great, um, I digress though, so that's one thing you're going to see, from me, uh, on social media, if you, you know it's weird, and I don't want to, call anybody out, but a lot of people, who, Okay. not a lot of people uh, there's a group, maybe 20-25% of my YouTube uh, viewers who don't have Facebook or Instagram now I'm not knocking anybody that doesn't have social honestly, if I wasn't trying to promote uh, my businesses if I wasn't trying to share, educate inform uh, about Jeeps and if, if I didn't want to grab attention for the things that I care about I wouldn't have social... I definitely wouldn't have Instagram because I only use Instagram to post, like, Jeep pictures. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I would just have Facebook to communicate with family. But I barely use Facebook for that now anyways anymore. Uh, Everything typically is Jeep-related. So, on Facebook, about a year ago, we made Jeep and Bubba its own page so I could share just Jeep stuff and not, like, bother my family with that kind of stuff. And then Black Bear Off-Road has its own page where we share Black Bear Off-Road-related stuff. And they have their own Instagrams, I have a Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, um, Pinterest recently is a new one we're, we're on, um, uh, and so, I barely, I mean like, seriously post like once a month now on Facebook, um, and it's typically about my kids, so I don't know how often I would actually, I, I might even get rid of it, because there's so much negative on there, so I get why people don't have it, um. I, um, so I, there's a small group that doesn't have Facebook on, uh, of my YouTube viewers and the majority of my podcast listeners are my YouTube viewers. So I know there's some of you that don't see the social side of things. So the reason I'm saying all this is you might not have even seen that I bought the Grand Cherokee, uh, but you will see the video of the Grand Cherokee getting built on YouTube. So if you're a podcast listener who doesn't have social but you do like watching YouTube you should go check out um, that build when it comes up. You can check out the mega build you can check out a Jeep Jam event that we did and um, there'll be plenty of other stuff coming on soon but uh, one thing that we want to do like this Grand Cherokee build is I want to do a half dozen of a year. So the next thing I'd like to do is buy either a Comanche or a YJ and build it and just kind of put more content out on youtube that's not just my lj or not just my cherokee trailhawk or not just like stuff s3 magazine is doing or not just our trail rides but actually builds and like and then what we'll do is basically this grand cherokee is we'll pick something like a purpose for it like i'll say all right i'm gonna buy a comanche and the purpose of the comanche is to go and do the Georgia Traverse. So we'll build it specifically for an event, and then we'll turn around and sell the vehicle at the end. So we'll buy a vehicle for as cheap as we can, under $5,000 is the idea. Build it for a few thousand dollars, so something that a young person or the majority of people could do if they saved up or went and got a loan, and then show the kind of off-roading you can do with it and enjoy it and then turn around and sell it hopefully for a profit. Now if I can make a few hundred bucks, that's good because I got content out of it, I got to do an event out of it, um, I'll daily drive them during that time, so I'll put less miles on my LJ. But what it also does is it guarantees that you're not just seeing the same vehicles over and over on the website, you're actually seeing um, new stuff. And because I've owned a YJ, but the only YJ content I have on there currently is how to flip your windshield down and put a new windshield seal in because i didn't own um i didn't own a yj at the time that the uh uh, i started my youtube channel um so yeah it's starting to rain bad while i'm driving so i'm going to put this on pause so i can focus on driving and uh not worry about wrecking i'll be back don't worry about me but i will be back hey guys i'm back Hope you didn't worry too much about me. Uh, just a quick little pop-up brainstorm. But I do have a uh, PSA, and I, I think most of you Jeep guys or and girls are uh, common sense people. And uh, when it rains, turn your headlights on, not your hazards. The guy in front of me, it starts raining. He doesn't turn his headlights on, but he does turn on his hazards. Now, first of all, those hazard lights are distracting. They do not help me see you any better. It just distracts the crap out of me and it does for a lot of people and you should only turn your hazards on if you're on the side of the road um and you're broken down or you're trying to tell somebody to go around you but those are the only reasons you should have the hazard lights on just turn your headlights on and by the way if you have daytime running lights that does not turn on your tail lights um, so just you know ah, it drives me insane first thing i do is turn my headlights on and then i leave my headlights on for you know another five ten minutes so Um, People that are coming the other direction might notice that everyone has their headlights on and know that they're about to drive into some rain. That's just the way I was taught and raised, and so that's what I do. Okay, back to the podcast. So by building a variety of vehicles, we want to bring more content. Uh, If you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, then there's more pictures that get to come in. And then uh, it just helps us with content creation that we're not always selling or we're not always trying to draw attention to ourselves we'd like to draw attention to the jeeps and things that you guys love um and enjoy to see and it's it helps it be more fair to those different platforms because i've posted some content about uh, my cherokee trailhawk and it does fantastic on youtube but really does poorly on instagram and facebook but i still post it because um, there's a lot of people who drive them and like them and use them and uh, and so it helps to get that kind of content out now that we've got the Grand Cherokee we'll put out content about that so now I get to reach the Grand Cherokee people and I've owned a WK before I've owned a Wj last year I drove it for a couple of weeks uh, enjoyed it and uh, that was kind of just a quick flip um, and then um, you know, it just helps. And if I get more YJ stuff on, on the channel, it helps the YJ guys. If i do a Comanche, it helps Comanche people. Really, I need to get another Cherokee again and build another one and, and share that because that will... You know, it's just the more you put out, the more you can be helpful. And there, I learned a long time ago um, that if you're going to do social media, if you're going to do videos, you can do content, that... If you're not educating or entertaining, then you're selling. And people just don't want to be sold all the time. Sure, I want everyone listening to go to BlackBerryOffRoad.com and buy something. Sure, I want everyone to solely use me for their installs, and their builds, and their whatever. But I also am practical, and I also know reality, and I know that probably 1% of that's actually going to happen. But what is going to happen is some of you are going to reach out to me and we're going to build a friendship and that's pretty dang cool and some of you listening are going to learn something that you can use in your lives or some of you are going to be distracted by what I'm talking about and it might entertain you for uh, a period of time and that's pretty dang cool and being able to help people and entertain people uh, educate, that's phenomenal and what that does is that creates uh, a personal brand for me And it also creates a brand and legacy for my business. And, you know, it might not be today or tomorrow, but it might be 10 or 15, 20 years from now, or it could be two years from now, but, um, you know, it it could lead to something positive for me personally or my business. And uh, that's basically karma. That's how things work in the first place. Like, when you give freely, you shouldn't expect anything and, and you, you know, good things happen to you. So like, and I've learned a lot from other people's podcasts. Uh, I listen quite a bit to business and marketing podcasting and I've learned a ton through that. And, um, and I've also been entertained by listening to just like, you know, funnier things, uh, podcasts. So, um, and they're not always trying to sell me something. And so that's, that's the way it works. And that's the way it should work, in my opinion. And if I'm trying to sell you guys something, I'll just come out and say, hey, I'm running a sale or I'm doing this or whatever, and this is the deal, and I need you guys' support. And I was pumped last year. I reached out um, in the beginning of the year, and I'm like, hey, I'm really close. Actually, it's beginning of this year. I'm really close to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Help me out. And everyone did. They, they subscribed. They they went out, and they told their people, and I made it to over a thousand subscribers, and, uh, which was awesome, and, uh, so I do know that, that people do, will support and, and do the things they can do, uh, for me when they can, or, uh, or when I ask, and so, uh, anyways, you know, it's, it's a fine line, because you guys have to have trust in me, that I'm not here just to, I don't know. I mean, it's difficult. We're talking about jeeps, and it's like, what am I going to try to hypnotize you about about jeeps or whatever? And I'm sure half the stuff I could possibly say, you could argue back with. Um, and so, yeah, I know you guys agree with me on a lot of stuff too, though, because I I actually talk to a lot of you in person, and um, and so I get to hear that um, the other side of things um so anyways this ford raptor just pulled right in front of me and slammed on his brakes because it's a wreck about a mile up the road and uh he really didn't have to do that that aggressively also it's a ford raptor heavy duty man didn't even know they made a heavy duty version so freaking stupid all right guys let's get control of this thing we've been ranting a little bit here and that's what happened in the first four <laughs> i did get up early this morning and and I did have two coffees, so, um, we're doing the best we can, <laughs> let's talk about more of the stuff coming in the future, so as far as videos, um, if you're checking us out on YouTube, we're gonna be doing more campsite Cocktails, we are gonna be doing, uh, obviously the video of the Grand Cherokee getting built and wheeling it at Durhamtown. we are gonna be, uh, filming Charlie Creek, Charlie's Creek Cleanup and uh so definitely expect to to see that um and basically the Cherokee Trailhawk has come to an end of its of its reign in our our um, family's lives uh the next 30 days we will be trading this Trailhawk in uh we've owned it almost three years now we're closing in on 60,000 miles it's been a fantastic vehicle my only complaint is I think they could have done a job, better job with a braking system but trans was good motors been fantastic gas mileage is decent we usually end up on highway around uh, anywhere between depends on how fast you're driving honestly Uh, typically if I drive as fast as I want, I get 22 miles per gallon. If I keep it around 70, 75, I've been able to get 24 and a half, 25 out of it. Um, but I do have a roof rack, you know, um, and the, these, this vehicle does have a V6 and all terrains and the trailhawk edition doesn't have all the, uh, the different, uh, aerodynamic stuff. It has like more of a clearance package, Uh, and so, yeah, I'm sure you can get a Cherokee non trail Hawk that gets a little bit better gas mileage. But off-road, it's always impressed me. Uh, we've taken it off-road in a couple videos uh, in Colorado. We um, took it in the, we were used to the snow constantly in Michigan. did fantastic there. I've uh, used it in the sand a little bit. and did good. Uh, the four-wheel drive system is extremely intelligent, and it works well, and uh, it's been a great family vehicle for us. We're ready to get something a little bit bigger, something that we can take a little deeper into the woods, and our eyes are on a four-door JL right now. We really like the JT, the truck, um, the Jeep truck, new Jeep truck. Uh, don't find it's 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 a good bit more money. Um, they they don't have all the same finance options currently, uh, and. Uh, the bed is something that I would like, but I get it for my wife. Basically, I would have to put a bed cover on it because she hauls the kids around. So basically, the the Cherokee Trailhawk is my wife's vehicle, but it is the vehicle we use for long trips, and it's typically the vehicle we use if we go overlanding or if we go camping, you know, and I don't bring my LJ. I mean, I haven't had the back seat in my LJ in, like six months (laughs) so uh, I don't do the kids that often in it and so um, we're looking for something to build something that we can take cross country but we can also off road in and go camping out of so we're going to build an overland rig out of a JL and I'm very much looking forward to that Uh, I'm planning a trip to Colorado in the fall, and I don't know if financially I'll save up enough money to make it happen. I don't know if it's going to happen, coronavirus and the pandemic, but I am still planning and I'm still working very vigilantly and very hard to make it happen, and um, there's a lot of people that are interested in going into that trip with me, and guys, I'm working hard (laughs) but the first step was having a vehicle I knew that could safely get there, because without that, I was going to have to you know fork out the money to rent a truck and rent a trailer or uh you know or pay a transport company to get my J out, I mean, my lj out there uh, because i just don't think the lj is up for a long trip we you know we did the trip to south dakota in it uh, we got a video of that and uh it resulted in me towing it back and then i've done the trip to pitch and forge in it which is literally like three and a half, four hours up the road and ended up towing it back from that as well. Um, so it's not, it doesn't like long trips. Uh, now it it does have a new transmission and it does have a new, uh, wiring harness in it. And both of those were the issues on the other two towing events. So that's, that's been addressed and fixed, but it's just, you know, it's an old 4.0 with 210,000 miles and a, a transmission that wasn't designed very well um with a three and a half inch long arm and 35 so it's it's not the road trip vehicle of people's dreams currently <laughs> now you put an ls in that thing um yeah that might would change things because the air conditioner works well the suspension ride's great um the brakes work fantastic so none of that's an issue it's just kind of the drivetrain is really not ideal for long trips Uh, but great around the house great within two hours in georgia to go wheeling in and uh and maybe we'll eventually get a tow rig one day but until then i'd you know like to build a long long travel vehicle uh not not long arm vehicle but like a vehicle to take an overland with an actual true overlander and that's what we're planning to do with uh jl wrangler the new uh regular and limited probably not going to get a rubicon although that would be awesome uh just to start out with a data 44 up front to have the better transfer case to have the better gears would be really really cool um maybe we will but uh i don't think that'll be the case uh just because i don't really need that for the size tires I'm going to run I mean I'm probably going to run a 34 inch tire on the thing um, so 2.5 inch lift some fenders 34 inch tires so right below a 35 right above a 33 going to be good for most situations that we could run into we might run a 35 I don't know but nothing more than a 35 for probably the first couple of years of life I could see me in three or so years putting my wife in like a Grand Cherokee and then me taking over the Wrangler as a daily but I could also see us in three years trading for a jeep truck uh, and putting her in that, I don't know time will only tell but for now I think that's where we're headed so there'll be, for you that listen that want to see a new Wrangler built or are interested in overlanding or overland builds. that will be the direction of that and uh uh, so that content will be available and it'll give me some more fuel for the podcast I mean not that I I have endless amount of things that I'd love to discuss on here um and today's wasn't just like a let me do a recap because that's easy kind of thing actually it's been pretty difficult to reel myself in because there's so much going on but I just felt like at some point you have to stop and give context to people so they know where you're coming from. Um, you know, I did. I did a uh, in the beginning a podcast on like me, and so you can get you can learn about like where I'm coming from, what I'm talking about, armor and bumpers, and uh, I'm doing interviews like how I know people or like where that comes from. Um, it's the same idea. Now to stop and say, "Hey, I'm at a point now where." Uh, Black Bear Off-Road is is getting a lot of work. We're doing some builds. We're going to be doing some cool stuff, and we're going to try to film it and get it out there for you guys. And, um, you know, it's my hope and dream that next year I can go into full-time Black Bear Off-Road or at least 30 to 40 hours a week, you know, a couple days a week. And my landscape is a couple days a week at Black Bear. And um, that's my hope. That's what I'm, I'm building up towards. Uh, I, I, I'm really dreaming and hoping for the day I can do it full time because landscaping is not my passion. It was my dad's passion. My passion has been vehicles my whole life. Uh, not just Jeeps. Um, I've always loved uh, trucks and I love hot rods and imports and stuff. But, but, but Jeeps really suit my life um, and, and my lifestyle. But um, I look forward to building all sorts of stuff. And um, as long as I'm breathing, I hope to be building. And so that's my passion. and I, like, I like, love building vehicles for people. And two, two parts of my build are the favorite. In the beginning, the consultation is fun. What's the purpose of your build? What size tire do you want to run? What, what do you plan on doing with this vehicle? And then my next favorite part of it is when they come and pick it up and you see their face, and they're excited, and hopefully they're excited because you've done a fantastic job, and they can't wait to take it and show it to their friends, or post it on the internet, or go off-roading in it, you know, better yet, and, uh, and so I really, I like that about, um, about working on vehicles and building vehicles, so, um, that's, that's pretty cool to me, um, so, I can't wait to go full-time, and that will help us to have even more content when that, when that day happens. In the future, in the long future <laughs> ahead, uh, again, as long as I'm alive and God willing, we're uh, doing this for another 30 or 40 years. The plan, as my kids get older and, uh, and, and financially, um, hopefully this becomes more and more successful, Because we are building something here uh, as far as content and as far as a business. Uh, What I'd like to do is right now I take one or two big trips a year. Typically they're to go to a Jeep show or to do um, some kind of vacation slash wheeling while I'm there. And uh, I'd like to take that number up to three. And that doesn't sound that big, but like three big wheeling trips a year. Um, and then also continue to wheel. I, I try to off road once a month. Um, uh, sometimes I get it in twice, sometimes I don't get it in. It's very rare that I don't go off road at least once a month. Um, not always rock crawling, but like, um, uh, like this month we'll go twice. Um, last month we went once, and then I think one time during the 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 beginning of the pandemic, we didn't go for the whole month, maybe March or something. But, um, yeah, I'd like to, uh, uh, go three big trips a year, once a month. And then my ultimate goal, and this is like kind of a, a dream that me and my wife have is to get to where we're doing it six times a year. Now that doesn't, again, doesn't sound that big of a deal, uh, to most folks. But, uh, what that would mean is once every two months going on a three, five, seven day adventure in a vehicle, um, with our family and that's pretty big. I mean, it typically takes me, like we did a road trip to Colorado. I mean, it took me months to kind of plan and save for, I mean, I'm not rich by any means, and it takes me six months. I mean, it takes us all year to save for... Th- we take one family vacation a year, like, like with all my family. And, uh, yeah, it takes me all year to save for that. Like, I'm just going to run down to Florida for the weekend. It's not that big a deal because my parents now live there. So I don't pay for a room. I just pay for gas and my food. So that's doesn't cost that much more than a typical weekend at home. Uh, maybe a few extra hundred bucks, so that's not that big a deal, but, like, but, like, an actual week-long trip, like, that, that takes me saving a lot of money, I'm sure it would for most of you, and, uh, I don't know, so, to be, to, to imagine doing that, I mean, honestly, I, I watch a lot of these people who are full-timers of being on the road and working, uh, mobile and, uh, remotely and I love watching like people do the van life or Adventure for or lives out of his JKU or um, you know epic family road trip or uh, lifestyle overland like things like that I really enjoy watching that them being the majority of them doing videos weekly. Uh, off-roading all the time and uh, in the struggle of making that financially work for them and to be able to balance that with the needs of their family uh, that's awesome but I don't know if that's necessarily for me because I don't almost all the services that I could offer are physical services Um, I guess I could work remotely doing sales for somebody But at this point, I don't want to work for anybody else the rest of my life if I can help it, other than, like, what I mean by that is, like, an employer, like, I I just find that I work better when I'm self-employed, and um, because I I want to call the final shot at the end of the day, and uh, I've worked for people that they've listened to my ideas and used them, and that's an awesome feeling, but then when you have, like, what you think is a good idea, and and it doesn't work for their vision, or where they think their company should go or what they should do, like, they don't do it, and um, it may or may not bother their business, but it bothers me because, you know, ultimately you're not in control, and if you're an entrepreneurial person, that's just the way you naturally feel, and you, I just think, you know, I've, as a kid growing up, I had all sorts of little businesses, and I, I've had um, successful uh, business in the past and I come from an entrepreneurial family and currently own three businesses so it's um, it's just in my DNA to want to do this and live this life so I don't, I, I, I want to own my own businesses I don't mind working for other people like doing jobs for people but like to live on the road full time would mean that my website would have to be like just bringing in good good source of money, you know probably have to do some affiliate programs, just have some sponsorships, have the YouTube where it's paying me or, or uh, Patreon is subsidizing enough and uh, also I would always want to have a shop so I'd have to really trust the guy running my shop I'd really have to uh, try to stay involved uh, probably have to bring in a partner financially and, and uh, professionally to make that work um and so, um, I don't know. It would be difficult and a challenge, and I'm up for that, but I also don't know if it would work great for my family. Um, I don't know what kind of kids my kids will be. Like, my daughter's really smart. She might really like school, and to put her on the road all the time might would be difficult for her education. I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. It would be cool to teach her while we're on the road and getting to see all the cool things and lessons that you would learn together on the road but um, I don't know I don't know where that you know I've said it's just it's difficult to say I think the ideal part would be for us is if like every six to eight weeks we could um, pre-sell work for the shop have guys that can do the work while we're gone And, and the guys that currently work for me part time helping me do installs are people I really trust and they've worked for me in the past and um, and so I, I, I would I would trust those guys to, uh, to help me and get the job done in that. in that sense of the word. So if the work was pre-sold and everything was set up and the customers were cool, then um, you know maybe have six trips lined up that I've already pre-planned like, hey, let's let's go to this Jeep event. And then wheel this area while we're there, or let's run up to here and do that and do this, and really have some adventures. And uh, so that's to me, when I want something, it's to, I can almost already tell you that that, unless something health-wise happens to me and my family, that's the future for us for social and and um, and it's you know our dream so to speak, our goal. Uh, that could be five to ten years from now. That could be next year. Who knows? Um, I would love for it to be sooner than later. But at the same time, the process of actually growing, the process of making it happen is almost just as fun as making it happen. Have you ever like, planned for a vacation and then the planning of the vacation like got you all hype about like all the stuff you're gonna do but then you were just kinda let down once you got there it wasn't like didn't like live up to your hype. Like like that's totally what building a business and building to go do these things is kind of about. Um I've found I've had the most fun on trips where I had like no expectation of the trip like, hey I'm just gonna go do this. I know the area, I'm prepared for anything, but I don't have really any expectations and then it turns into like, man, I can't believe we did this while we were here. That was insane. That was so much fun. So, uh, yeah, I would, that would be awesome. And I think a lot of my listeners would agree that they would want to do that themselves, uh, to be able to travel and, and see all sorts of cool stuff and drive their off-road vehicles in in those locations. I think most people want to do that, but, um, you know, hopefully you can. Uh, I guess you just have to set a plan to do it. Um, one thing I like to do occasionally is just stop and say, is this what I really want to do? Is this really, really where I want to spend my time because I put in so much time and effort into my job that I really have to like what I'm doing. And, uh, I really don't like landscaping and never really have. Like again, it's always been my dad's passion, but it's, kept food on the table it's kept lights on at my house pays my mortgage so I'm not complaining it it, it, it funds my Jeep build but uh, it uh, I, I'm ready for those days to come to an end and full time Black Bear to happen and I'm ready for that for my content I think it'll help with it and I also think we'll get to do more trips and we'll get to experience meeting more of you the listeners and viewers and creating future friendships and bonds and uh know, totally look forward to that, uh, period of time. Um, one thing that was my favorite part of working at JCR and working at Nitro Gear was, um, not always traveling, but, but meeting people when we did travel. Like when we go to Jeep Beach, not necessarily, I didn't necessarily always enjoy those shows because it's like a day and a half driving day of driving and then setting up a show in the heat and then like a lot of running around and then like basically not getting to do the fun parts of the shows but actually doing the work part of it which which is what you sign up for so I'm not complaining in that regard but like the fun part would be like the people that you got to work with and the people you met and and the friendships and bonds that you made and it was interesting when I went to Jeep Beach Jam I saw a guy that basically he's been doing these shows uh he's been in every show that almost I've been at over the last six years and um then you go and you see like new companies and new faces and and you don't know everybody and it's like well man I kind of miss that circuit like just because you you know you meet those people and, and you go out to eat dinner or uh you do a a pre or after party for, for the event. And, uh, and, and you connect and it's like the, the relationships and the experiences, it's really to me what life's all about. And, um, you know, whether you're spiritual or not, uh, which I am, uh, I believe in God and, and I'm a Christian. So, um, I do believe there is a, a higher calling than all that, but, um, you know, I definitely believe that, um, happiness can, happiness can, for me, is um, spending and experiencing things with the people that I love, or or learning to love, or learning to like, or you know, meeting. It's like there's only so much fun you can have sitting at home watching YouTube. <laughs> to me, it's so much better to go and experience it and take the risk and meet the people on the way, and um, and to share that with people is is phenomenal. Um, I'm not a big crowds person. Uh, we were at the beach yesterday and it was, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and this beach is completely crowded and me and my dad were talking he's like, would you change anything today, like the weather or whatever? And I'm like, no, all this is perfect. I just, if if all these people, like, were not here and it was just me and my family at the beach, like, what a phenomenal experience that would be. <laughs> and uh, if you want to have an experience like that, just go up to Northern Michigan and, and uh, you won't run into very many people, and you'll get to experience it that way. But, um, but I also want those people to enjoy that place too. And, like, you know, it's difficult. Uh, I. You gotta have context in life. Like, you gotta have bad for there to be good, and, and, and vice versa. And uh, so, the hard work. Makes the vacations fun. And the working, wrenching hard on your Jeep makes the wheeling fun. And like being on a crowded beach makes being in the woods by yourself or with a friend great. Or going to the mall (laughs) or driving through Atlanta traffic like I'm about to do is it makes driving on a dirt road in North Georgia phenomenal. So like don't get mad about those hard times. They're gonna make the good times great and, uh, that's where we're headed towards, and, uh, I guess I'll end on that, we are headed to some great times, I feel it, I hope you guys feel the momentum of it coming, uh, I would really appreciate if you guys would follow me on social, if you're on social, uh, any of the platforms you're on, just search Jeep and Bubba, you should be able to find me, Black a uh, only on Instagram and Facebook, uh, But you can find Jeep and Bubba on all sorts of platforms. And, uh, you know, we'd appreciate it if you follow along on this journey. And if we can do anything for you or if we can answer any questions or offer any help. I get a lot of PMs, DMs, whatever you want to call them, um, from people. Just random questions about their Jeeps. If I can answer it, I do my best. If I can't. <clears throat> then I try to find someone who can and uh, if I can help in any way just please let me know uh, we'll continue to share our journeys and discuss things uh, here on the podcast if you have any topics that you'd love for me to discuss uh, or maybe you want to join me on the podcast maybe we'll do a and a one day um, if there's any interviews with companies or people you'd like me to do uh, feel free to message me on social or shoot us an email and uh, you know we'll just keep on keeping on well i do hope you guys have an adventure planned for your future i hope uh i hope you get something coming up i hope you and your family are safe during these times Uh, as always this podcast was brought to you by blackberry off road tiffany kill designs please folks eat your prunes and as always we'll be seeing you